Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. Your hand clap is too weak. Put your hands together for the encounter dancing stars, the choral stars, the film stars, fountain of life, gospel choir. God bless you all so much. Hallelujah. Are you happy to be in church? I am super, super, super excited to be in church. Give the Lord a shout because today our pastor is here with us. Oh. Give the Lord a shout. She has been sending our prophet's books, encouraging many churches far, 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 far in the West. Hallelujah. But today we are excited to be here because the Bible says that God himself has given us a pastor according to he God his own heart. It means he looked at you and says, you, this is your pastor. Hallelujah. He said, me, this is my pastor. Hallelujah. Amen. And today our pastor is here to bless us with the word of God. We will never be the same again. If today is your first time, I want you to open your heart and receive from the anointed words of our prophets in this house. Let's put our hands together for the bishop of this cathedral. Put your hands together for ears, joy. pray father thank you so much for your mercy and your grace that has brought us to this father's day we're grateful pray that your word will come forth today and that you'll meet us exactly where we are at we thank you for your mercy and we thank you for your grace in jesus name amen now don't sit down yet today is father's day we've been talking about it talking about it you have a father you came from somewhere 
you have about 10 fathers. Your biological father is one. For some of us, that's our main father. Your spiritual father is another. Father in the ministry is another. Only one is bad. Your father is sin, who you should have let go by now. I want you to just lift up your voice and I want you to pray for your father. Everyone who to you is a, a father figure. Start with your biological father. Move to the spiritual father over this house. Your father in Christ, the one who led you to receive Jesus this morning, remember them all in prayer. And thank God for their lives. Thank God that they crossed your path. I thank God that your father met your mother and gave birth to you. Thank them this morning. Thank them this morning. Thank God this morning. You wouldn't have been who you are, no matter how your father is. You wouldn't have been who you are if he was not in your life. We thank you. If he had not brought you forth. For the fathers that you've given us, Lord. Oh, yes. Thank God for your father. Pray for him that God will extend his days. That he will live long enough to enjoy you. Extend his days, oh God. He will live long enough to enjoy having a son or a daughter like you. Yes, yes, Lord. To enjoy from us. His children, O oh Lord, Extend his days. Extend his days. Thank you, Lord. You want to pray for any substitute father, your big brother who became a father to you, an uncle who is a father to you. Continue to pray. Just lift them up before your throne of the throne of grace. We thank you for substitute. Fathers, big brothers, uncles, those that have played roles of a father in our lives. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Thank God for your spiritual father. The father of this house is Bishop Dike. What Lift him up before the throne of grace today. Yes. Lift him up. Thank yes. God for him. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Thank, thank God you. for all he has oh. taught us. Thank God for what he means to us. Lift up your voice. We thank you for the spiritual father that you have given us, Lord. We are blessed because of the father that you have given us. A father after your own heart. We are grateful, Lord. The spiritual father. Our lives are blessed by him. Father, we are grateful for the fathers you've given to us. We're grateful first for you, our Heavenly Father, and for all that you've brought in our lives. For the biological father we have, the substitute fathers, some fathers who died before time. Lord, you gave us others to father us. For those who couldn't manage it, thank you for our fathers in Christ, our fathers in the ministry, and thank you for our spiritual father, the one who, upon whose shoulders this church rests. Thank you for him in, his, in our lives, for his words, for his teaching, that he's never tired of us, that he keeps forgiving us. We are grateful. We thank you for Father's Day. Forgive us for not appreciating our fathers as we ought. And help us to be good children and make it up to them. In Jesus' name. 
Amen and amen. Take your Bible and let's make our confession. Hallelujah. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today I'll be taught the word of God. I'll never be the same. Never, never, never. I'll never be the same. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Take your seat. Hallelujah. It's such a pleasure to be here with you one more Sunday. Amen. And to be with you, especially on Father's Day. Hallelujah. I wonder if you've called your father already. Or you have just assumed that he's there. <laughs> In this church, we teach you to be a proper child. Yes, a proper child. And my father and my mother, it's none of your business. Are you here? My father and my mother are fighting. They didn't ask your permission before they came together. You were not there. Hello? Were you there? Uh, when your father was rapping your mother, were you there? Okay. So up to now, you don't have an opinion. Is that okay? The Bible only says to you that you should honor. Honor. Eh, but my father, he tells me, he says, tell him, daddy, I'm a child. Mommy, I'm a child. I'm a child. I don't know anything. And just be a child. Hey. Hello, are you there? My father, he doesn't pay anything for me. It's possible. The scripture hasn't changed. Hey. Are you there? That was the scripture what? Hasn't changed. Yours is to honor. Leave that one to God. Yours is to honor. Because you don't know what storm has caused that. Mm. Are you in the house or you have traveled? Yeah. I said, you don't know. And you don't know what that storm would have done to you. Recently, I was talking to a son who the devil that fought his father has come to fight him. I said, uh-huh. Uh, now you see that it was something. It's not saying anyone thinks I'm now that he's fighting, you realize that hey. <laughs> it is not simple. And some of you, as you are growing, you are understanding things. Ah, is it true or is not true? The only reason why you don't have I'm talking to the sons now, the only reason why you don't have babies sprinkled all over the world is just because of grace of God, word of God that has reached you and so forth. Yeah, it's just the word of God. It's not anything. It's not you, your powers. It's not anything. And some of you, you just have not yet met Delilah yet. <sighs> yeah. So me, mom, they are a promoter of fathers, pan. And I believe that one of the weapons the devil has used against our nation is the crumbling of the fatherhood. Yeah. It's, it's a war. You didn't know it was a war. It's a plan. Because if he can delete the fathers, the children are exposed. Yeah. The children are exposed. And he's doing it. And you are helping him. Hmm. Hmm. I said, what? Mm. Tell your neighbor, I'm watching you to see what kind of father you'll be. They way you are looking like a nice young man. May you not become a jata jata when you grow. 
<laughs> May you not become an irresponsible. Hmm. They are talking their father's own. They don't know that they are next in line. Wow. But that is one of the reasons why I really appreciate our prophet so much. Because he has taught us how to honor our fathers. Yeah. It's not based on what your father has done or has not done. He said, why? Because it says what? That your days may be long and that it may be well with you. Ephesians chapter 6. Take us. Go to the beginning. Ephesians 6, 1. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. So, dishonor and see. Yeah. I hope you're understanding what I'm saying. So, for your own sake, it's not an issue of whether right or wrong has been done. For your sake. For whose sake? my sake. My own sake. And you see many times there are things we cannot see. One day something happened and I was amazed and I was thanking God for it. Are you there? I was amazed. I felt that I didn't merit what had been given to me. Then I heard the voice of the Spirit. It is because of your father's blessings. There was a time, any time I gave something to my father, he would say, oh, thank you, God bless you. And I used to feel that, oh, a daughter doing what she must do is just sana. So now I wished I knew where to go and resurrect him. So I would say more, God bless you, God bless you. I didn't know that the God bless you was actually a blessing that was coming. I, I hope you understand what I'm saying. And Sana said, hey, sana. I wish I had said more. <laughs> Hallelujah. And so as God, you know, these, these days are days that people who want to make money or it's, it's just a social thing but let us take it right and let us use it as a time to remember to pray for our fathers which many of us don't do to remember to call our fathers which many of us also do not do can you ask your neighbor have you ever told your father you love him You see, some of you are sitting stiff like Banku, as if you don't have a father. I said, ask your father, have you ever told your father that you love him? You see how your face has become something, something. <laughs> oh, I've been telling it to my mother. Listen, mothers, we're kind of soft. We feed you, you know, those kind of things. That's why. Your father is not the same relationship. That's why I'm asking your father's own. I didn't ask you whether you've told your mother you love her. I said, have you told your father that you love him? And you see that, no, you are quiet. Because the truth is that, oh, my father, he doesn't like such things. Who told you? Who told you he doesn't like such things? It's not that he doesn't like. It's getting he doesn't get. It's So he's not disappointed because eh, when you are ready, you get up. You call him names. Old boy. Meanwhile, most of you don't call your mother old girl. It's your father you reserve such names for. Almighty. I will not say that one in the microphone. Olu. Oh. <laughs> it's 
is very sad, though. Please, ask the neighbor on the other side. Have you ever bought your father a shirt? Have you seen how your face is? Oh, I don't know his size. Oh, I don't know what he likes. Oh, I don't know what he wears. Have you seen your face? Ah! Ah, 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 ah. Today, your father must eat something from you. Today, 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 after church, open your momo. Whatever is there, send it to him. Whatever is there. Please, not your school fees, not hostel fees, but whatever is there, send it to him. You see how you are? Eh? Hello? You see, we are saying it as if we are joking. Oh. But I can tell you story after story. Yeah. Story after story. There was a young man when we were in Tamale. He was in church. He heard this kind of preaching. He and his father had not spoken for years. Again, it was one of these situations, you know, he felt that the father hadn't done this or that. Then he heard the word and he decided. He was a carpenter, I believe. He was a carpenter. Since he qualified and started working as a carpenter, he was a good carpenter, he always had jobs. He never minded his father. So after one such preaching, he decided that he's going home. And he came to tell us the story. And he said he went home for once, he put something together, then he put something in the envelope, went to the village. His father was a cocoa farmer, so inside, 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 inside. And he said that when he got there, his father was as usual sitting in his easy chair. He said he just went and knelt down. He said, Daddy, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the things I've thought, the things I've done. So, and since I started working, you have never eaten anything from me. So I came with this. His father hadn't wizened cocoa farmer, began to weep like a child. And to hold his eyes, it was not you, it was me. Hey, Jai. Are you there or you are not there? Uh, if you got some. But it took the, the son deciding to get up and go. It's not your father who should come and beg you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, the room is very quiet. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Tell your neighbor, you better. Better correct it because normally we'll chat with our mothers, we don't mind the fathers. Eh? Isn't it? You know the story that the bishop tells. They'll all be sitting there when they hear that the father has come, then they'll put off the, the, the TV and run to the room. Oh! Oh! And they say, hey, bye, hey, bye, he's coming, he's coming, and they'll run away. So one night his father came and came, he saw his father, he was watching. His father came and touched the TV to see that they were all here watching as he came. He ran away. Yeah. Do you know that the guy who told this testimony, based on what Bishop Dag had said, he corrected his relationship with his father. He never knew he had just about five or six years to go. Yeah. Five, six years later, his father was dead. Yeah, yeah. His father died quite young. He never knew his father would be taken. Thank God he had repaired what there was to repair. But you see that you imagine that you have how many years ahead, not knowing he had like five or six. Hey. Hey, this world, God should have mercy on us. Hey, let me come to my preaching. I actually missed preaching and sharing the word of God with you. 
Hallelujah. <laughs> well, today I'm going to be talking about the supernatural laws of fruitfulness. Supernatural laws. You know, we we're talking about fruitfulness. I thought I was done. But these supernatural laws began to fascinate me. And I'm going to start from somewhere. This morning, those of you who have, who use the same devotional some of us use, realize that it was Mark chapter 5. That was our scripture reading. And I want to go and start there to show you something. Because we've been talking about fruitfulness, how God expects us to be fruitful. And some of you, the truth is that you don't really care. That's actually the truth. Ask your neighbor, are you one of those who doesn't really care? I mean, you're just there. You feel I'm living my life. I'm doing my something. Why should I mind? I mean, if God wants us, what? I mean, God should be there. I'm also here. Hey. So I came to tell you today that there are two powers working. One or the other will have influence on you. And so this morning, I want to show you what the one power will do if he got you. Amen. Satan has not had full access to you. The Bible calls him the God of this world. So you will see that the system of the world is orchestrated in a way. And it is orchestrated in a way that doesn't help you. It's, it, it, it is built up in a way that always takes away from you. You just think of any system that you know in the world. That's how the, the God of this earth has programmed it. Hello? As a child of God, you can quit from that system and live by God's supernatural system. But what most of us have done is that we feel that, oh, that system, no. Hey, and God, nah, they chair away, they do things. Let me go for loan, for instance. Uh-huh. Oh, his promises, they are there, but we don't know when he'll bring them. So let's look for some quick... Uh-huh some quick solution to the thing. So we take ourselves out of that living God has created and orchestrated for us and we bring ourselves into the domain that is the system of the world that the God of this world, the prince of the power of the air has orchestrated. Am I talking to somebody? And so in so doing, we now open a door for him to begin to disturb our lives. But in Mark chapter 5, Jesus Christ goes through something which shows us if the devil had full access, what will he do? What will he do? And I'm sharing it because when you see what he would do if he got a chance, you will now understand that I better go to God's side, to the other side where it is not so with me. Let us read. They came over onto the other side of the sea into the country of the Gadarenes. And when he was come out of the ship that he was Jesus, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit who had his dwelling among the tombs. And no man could bind him, no, not with chains, because he had been often bound with fetters and chains and the chains had been plucked asunder by him and the fetters broken in pieces. Neither could any man tame him. And always night and day he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying and cutting himself with stones. And when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him, and cried out, cried with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou son of the most high God? I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not. 
For he said unto him, Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. And he asked him, What is thy name? And he answered, saying, My name is Legion, for we are many. And he besought him much that he would not send them away out of the country. Now there was there, nigh unto the mountains, a great herd of swine feeding. And all the devils besought him, saying, Send us into the swine that we may enter into them. And forthwith Jesus gave them leave. And the unclean spirits went out and entered into the swine. And the herd ran violently down a steep place into the sea. There were about 2,000. And were choked in the sea. And they that fed the swine fled and told it in the city and in the country. And they went out to see what it was that had been done. And they come to Jesus and see him that was possessed with the devil. And had the legion sitting and clothed and in his right mind. And they were afraid. Hallelujah. What a scripture. Tell your neighbor, what a scripture. In this scripture, we see somebody who has been fully overtaken by the devil. And he manifests certain characteristics. Are you here? Now, if as I'm preaching, you realize that you are manifesting some of those characteristics. It's a, it, it, it's a statement to you. Yeah, it's a part of your life you have to go and reclaim. You see. So let us look at what Satan was doing to this man. What, what had he done? What had he done? As he was able to have the man fully under his control. You may be in church and you are partially under his control. Yeah, we only see it by your behavior. We don't know what's inside you. Yeah, it's just your behavior that will show us. Or will show you, in fact, not even us, but you. What is in you? Are you here? The spirit is like the wind. When it's blowing, we don't know it's blowing. We don't know until we see what it does. The trees are going like that. The paper is flying. That's how the spirit is. So when you see what it brings forth, then you know. So also an evil spirit. Now, the first thing I want to share with you is where the man went to live. The man lived in total isolation. He lived alone. And I came to inform you that if Satan had his way, he would put you alone. Because any wild animal can take down anything that is isolated. It is not easy to eat a buffalo. It's not easy. It's not easy to catch a giraffe. But if you can isolate it, you can get it. That's how the wild animal world functions. The lions will be walking around. They are hungry. Antelopes cannot fight. But they will never attack a head of antelopes. Never. They will wait. Knowing that one antelope will become too greedy. And when everybody is eating and going this direction, he alone is eating it because there's more food. Soon the head has gone far. You alone will take you down. Are you there? They are watching. Then they realize that ah, they have just born an antelope. It's weaker than the others. If we start chasing, it will lose strength fast. And soon the head would have gone and left it. And they can take it down. Or we can see a sick antelope. The other day, I was looking at one of those uh, um, animal films. It was the lion that was now old and alone. And other lions were waiting to take it down. They don't normally eat their own, but they were waiting. Buffalo, among the wildest of animals, if they can isolate it, 
they can take it down. One of the first things we see with the madman of Gadara is that he was isolated. His behavior was such that he was now on his own. And there are some of us in this house, every day you like saying, I like to be on my own. I like to be on my own. I like to be on my own. There is a limit to the liking of being on your own. After a certain point, you are there. You don't relate to anybody in the house. You don't relate to anyone on the floor. You don't relate to anyone. Be careful. Be careful. You are now straying into another level of what is happening. The whole church, we are coming to church. I'm staying in my room. Yeah. I'm talking to some of you seasonal churchgoers. You come today, you don't come tomorrow, you come the next time, you don't come. Be careful. Have you not noticed when you've been on your own for a while, your thoughts, your thoughts become very odd. Second Corinthians chapter 10, take us to verse 3. It says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Where are we now? <laughs> let, let's go to three. Let, let me take it from three. Let me take it from three. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Verse, verse five. Casting down imaginations. What are imaginations? Thoughts. Thoughts. Those who do this kind of Greek studying and Hebrew study will tell you that that word, that word is the same word as demons. Because that is how they work. They bring to you thoughts. And that isolation that you have isolated yourself makes you a candidate for the thoughts. You have not spoken to your father for three years you have isolated yourself. By now, the thoughts you are thinking, you have stretched it. Hey. You have stretched it. Then they say, hey, my father, the way he thinks about me is not good. How did you know what your father thinks about you? How do you know? There's an imag imagination right there. Hey. A demon is speaking. So when he isolates you, he gets you into a corner and he can talk. That is why, and he can minister to you. That's why when you quarrel with somebody, for as long as you don't talk to that person, your mind can go and go and go and go and go. And the thing that happened was a little hill. But by the time your thoughts are finished with you, it has become Kilimanjaro cry is short. How many of you have understood what I'm saying? Have you never been in a place where you are so full of it that when you now talk to the person, it evaporates? Or you don't get, it just, it just, you don't even know where it went. It just evaporates. But for as long as, oh, I wish there were some married couples in this church to, to, to tell whether I'm saying what, is, what I'm saying is true or not. You are angry with your spouse. You don't talk. By evening, she is a she-devil by evening, he is Satan with a horn. Pastor Russell, uh, uh, you are a holy man. You are lazy. You are, no, you are what I'm saying, is it true or it's not true? As soon as you now come together, you are in the house there, and you now discuss, you know, just, just something, something. Suddenly, that's your person again. That's, yeah. But for as long as you don't talk, 
and the thoughts. Ah, that's why when I came in, he hid his phone. She's seen somebody else. That's why when I was going to pick her the last time, she said I shouldn't come. Meanwhile, you have never thought such a thought before. There's nothing going on. Yeah. Yeah. So he had isolated the man. Isolated him. The second thing is that he had... <laughs> Look, if you are even going to isolate the man, isolate him in his own house. Eh? Cemetery, cemetery, a frightful place. A place that normal human beings, even in the daytime, when the shortest route to a place is through the cemetery, you don't pass there. How many of you have been passing through cemetery? That's your shortcut. This morning, Lady Reverend Humi and I were remember we were going to visit some old lady over here. We were quite new in the area. We didn't know that Ediasi has a cemetery right here. You, today, that cemetery is very visible, but at the time, it was under bush. So we had gotten down and we were striding through. Hey. <laughs> we could see the house, so we could see the house, the rooftop of the house. What's that? One grave. Hey, I don't remember. Did we turn back and come and pass here? Or what did we do? We came, we came round again. So the shortest route to the house, we were looking at the rooftop. Oh. We were looking at the rooftop. We left and we came all the way around, around, around like this uh, to come here. <laughs> it, it, you see, you don't even stop to think. Oh. It's like a cemetery is not where you want to be. Full stop. This guy, when he decided to be alone, when they have made him be alone, the Bible says that, look, <laughs> he had cemeteries where they had taken him. No wonder every day he was crying. I'm afraid. Oh, I'm afraid. I'm af-. But he was living there. But he was living there. As they have taken you alone, what kind of thoughts are you carrying? Fearful ones. All these people who come out, come and do shooting in the school, come and do. It's all those kind of thinking, so. They have isolated. Not one of them is thinking it with somebody. Isolated. And we are no better. Hmm. Those of you who play certain games, you'll be joking. You know the kind of games I'm talking about. There are games and there are games. There are some that are really da- dangerous. But this guy, dwelling among the, the tombs. Mark chapter 5 and verse 4. The next thing he says is that this guy Nothing could control him. If they put chains, he'll break them. Anything that they used to try to control him because he was destroying himself and destroying things so much. They said, everything, he will break it. Say, neither could any man tame you. And I have church members, people who are in this church, nobody can talk to you. I need to tell you today that Satan is your companion. You better get rid of him while you can. Do you understand when I say no one can talk to you? Many of us, a lot of people cannot talk to us, but there's always one person or two people that will say that, oh, if so-so and so should enter, should put their mouth in, they will do. Some of you, as you are here, please ask your neighbor, who talks to you? Young people who are sitting here, you are sitting here, your mother cannot talk to you, your father cannot talk to you, your uncle cannot talk to you, your teacher cannot talk to you, your neighbor cannot talk to you. I'm telling you today, Satan has located you, he has spotted you, and if you don't repent, he will eat you for supper. 
13 years old, you don't even own anything. Your body cry is not even fine yet. And already, 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 already you leave the house and you go and nobody knows where you have gone. When Gideon comes looking for you, he can't find you. Clara, what I'm saying is it true or is not true? You go, you can't find them. Where are they? Nobody in the house knows where you are. Hey. At this age, ask your neighbor, I'm talking to this segment of the church, ask your neighbor, how old are you? How old are you? <laughs> hey. You know, they are only children. There are some wives, nobody can talk to you. Nobody can talk to you. I have church members. I don't say anything about anything anymore concerning them. And if you are inside, you know you are inside and I'm warning you from this pulpit that you better watch out for your life. Yeah. Hey. Eh? My wife, she come and say to this girl, have I mentioned your name? Have I mentioned your name? If it's you, you should do what? Look straight and smile. Oh, be who say why? Hey, are you there? Some things you should be very afraid. Me, I told God that if the day comes, nobody can speak my matter. I prefer to be a dead person and go home. No, it's true. I take it that seriously. It's better. I was dead. So I have people up here who talk and I, even these people, when they gather, these two people here, these two people. Oh, they got, it's only Lady Rainbow. She and this one. This lady, Pastor, you see them quiet like that. Yesterday I was going to write some things and the lady, Pastor, I won't say it. Oh, not out of badness. But they can come and say, Mommy, this one, dear. This one, dear. Another person is Reverend said. Oh, yeah. This is another one. Pastor Junior sitting over there. No, no, I'm just saying it to tell you that there are people who can speak to me. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. Do you know that the presence at the top, there are people who can talk to him? So if you are here, you are a person, nobody can talk to you. You know yourself. You are in a very, very, very dangerous place because Satan has put you there and he will be talking and nobody can do anything about it. Hmm. I, I'm only showing, you see, I'm saying it so that you will see when we now come to the, the place God has prepared for us, you'll be in a hurry to be there. To be able to be there, you must be fruitful. Otherwise, this one, you are exposed. Let's continue. Let me show you the exposure. <laughs> hey! Nobody could tame the man. Nobody can tame you. When you enter the house, you steal everything. Some of these young people. Hmm. Eh? I won't go to school again. I won't go to school again. Foolish boy, foolish girl, you won't go to what school again? You won't go where? You won't go where? Hey. Pastors of young people, any child who says he won't go again, I give you the right to take your belt and give him a solid beating. Ha! Take the person to his father's house. Remove your belt and say, I came to tell you as his pastor, the beating you didn't beat him, I'm administering it on your behalf. 
saying? Pastor, what are you saying? It's child abuse. You'll be there walking around telling me child abuse. Leave the child for the devil. Can you not see what they have in the West? Those monsters that they call children. You'll be there. Maybe that's what you want to see. Monsters, monsters. Six years old, nobody can control. Oh, yeah. Their teachers are stressed out. Their teachers, they cannot even go into the classroom. They are afraid of the monsters in there. Brought about because nobody can tell them what to do for them to do it. Yeah, never, don't bring it here. Don't, don't bring it here. <laughs> when my son was about, my first son was about four years old. He went to school because we were outside and they told him this nonsense. And he came and told me that. My teacher said, you cannot beat me. I said, pack your things. I didn't even answer the question. I said, pack. He said to go where? I said, you are going to live over there with your teacher. He said, oh, but I don't want to go. I said, ah, the day your teacher comes to give me instructions, you are going to stay with your Pack your things. I'm taking you. <laughs> he never said it again. What do you mean? <laughs> pack your things. Who born you? Look, many of the people who are in jail today, they wish somebody had taken them down earlier. Yeah. Today, as they are in there, they now understand that, Charlie, I shouldn't have come to this place. But because they were left to do, hey, I can see that there are some students who have come back. I'm watching you as I've seen the program on campus that is waiting for you. Mm -hmm. I'm watching you. Media, Matimu one in the dada. You'll be there in the night. We shall arrive, Miss Romukra. And not they fear you one. In the media, and stop the church. Stop and see. Hey. I'm reading the Bible. Let's go. Because I've told you now, you can see that you shouldn't go there. You can see. What is this crossover, crossover you are doing? Then when we ask you, to come and work in church, you tell me you are shy. I almost give, uh, uh, something almost came out. <laughs> you are what shy? You are not shy to parade half naked on the street. You are coming to tell me you are too shy to do the work of God. May the Holy Spirit slap you twice. You are walking around burying your bum before anything that moves. Just try me this semester. Uh, let me go back. I'm preaching. Uh, what kind of what kind of violent violent church is that? You want to know violence? Okay. I'm showing you violence in Mark chapter five. <laughs> Let's continue. So nobody could tame him, and if you are here, no one can tame you. It's time to repent. Some of you must go home today and apologize to your father. And some must go back and apologize to their mother. And some must, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, forgive me, I've heard. And if you are somebody who are used to speaking to your life and I'm not speaking to your life anymore, let wisdom be your portion to know what to do about it. Let's continue. Verse 5, and always, night and day, he was in the mountains and tombs. Look at something. Crying. And cutting himself with stones. That thing is paining you, but you are doing it. It's paining you, but you are doing it. 
It's paining you, but you are doing it. It's paining you, but you are doing it. You have been high on we. You see where it has taken you. You are doing it. When you finish, you come and cry. You are crying that your colleagues have gone ahead of you. You have betted everything away. Sold away everything. Your school fees, you have used it to bet. You are crying. When you finish and we are praying here for people who have not paid their school fees, then you stand up. Crying and cutting yourself with stones. You have been here. Every year we preach about tithing. Tithing, tithing. You, have, you, you don't pay your tithe. Then you are crying that you are broke. I want to ask you, what else do you expect to be? You are a child of God, so you belong to this kingdom. In this kingdom, that's how it is. Now you have decided to go to that kingdom. Do you think the enemy will have mercy on you? How? 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 You are crying, cutting yourself with stone, then you are crying. Crying. Cutting. And some of you young people, because of the inquiry, I said my work on film, you come and then you say, I was cutting myself. Hey. Where did you learn that one from? Where did you learn it from? Where did you learn it from? You were what? Cutting yourself. Only problem in If you had problems, you would not be cutting yourself. No, no, ask your neighbor, where is it from? Is it not from the foolish films you have been watching? I asked you if it's not from the films you have been watching. Where did you learn to be cut cutting yourself? Is it your grandfather who taught you, your grandmother, your sister, but where did you learn it? Hey, tell your neighbor, stop it. Just stop it. Stop it. Stop. Stop it. Stop it. Hey, if I catch you, first thing be a home. Fast thing. You faster, you yourself will deliver yourself. You wait. Hey. Are you here? You are crying. You have gone. One broken heart. You have not learnt. One broken heart. You have not learnt. You are going to sleep with another guy. Go ahead. Go ahead. One would have thought that after your heart was broken the first time, Nyansa would tell you that, look, this is not how we do it. Let me go and get God's prescription and do. You won't learn. You are going again. Go ahead. But you love him. Please increase the supply of tape and rope and handkerchiefs. When you come, keep crying. Wipe your eyes. He's different. You can change him. They're giving me the rap, so I can change him. You are the Holy Ghost. You can change him. You can change him. Really? Then you know something your mother doesn't know. Maybe you should go and teach her too. Hey! Only the Holy Ghost can, can, can change a person. Oh, he's different. Be there. Uh, you don't understand. Okay. Uh, it's love. 
Okay. There is nothing in this world like an old fool. The thing that has been is that which shall be. And there's nothing new under heaven. You have gone. You will cry. You will what? Cry. Yeah. You will cry. You see, I am showing you, you need to understand that the devil is at work. You need to understand it. And he has marked you out. You. And he's been watching. Your weaknesses, guys. He'll send you some pretty good ones. Good looking guy. Your weaknesses, girls. Oh, Charlie. Oh, whatever your... Oh, tell me I'm lying. A person whose weakness is not that, he doesn't send that day. Yeah. Somebody who is not betting. The person is not attracted to the betting house. He's the one who is attracted. It's like a hand. That's when they open the betting thing across from your room. I'm talking to some people. Yeah. Hallelujah. Are you in the house? Hmm. I've left the book in my bag. Take it for me. Amen. And I'm saying to you that this is the full manifestation of the devil in a person. So from now, when you see it, you see, it takes a long time for him to do the full. He's not a fool. He will not do the whole world like that. But you will see bits and pieces of it. And when you see it, you must have a proper Christian response. Am I talking to somebody this afternoon? A proper Christian response. Now let me show you what God gives you. I'm ending, but I'm just going to give you that scripture. Next week we'll go there. I want to show you. You see, we've been talking about fruitfulness. Mm -hmm. I'm showing you what God does when you are a tree in his vineyard. You are a tree somewhere. Whether you are a tree in his vineyard or a tree in someone else's vineyard. (laughs) I'm reading from Isaiah chapter 5. I'm just going to read a short portion. Now will I sing to my well-beloved a song of my beloved touching his vineyard. My well-beloved had a vineyard in a very fruitful hill. So when he decided to be fruitful, what does he do? He fenced it. He fenced it. Defense right there. Defense right there. Whether your father is a fence around you or not, God has given you a fence. Gathered out the stones thereof. What are the stones, the things that have been put across your life to trip you up? He removes them. Are you there? And planted it with the choicest vine, what he brings close to you. Correct ones. Then he builds a tower in the midst of it. A tower in the midst of a place in the Bible was a place of defense. A place where the soldiers went to, you know, that's where they camped. That's where your angels are. As they are watching over you. Are you there? Mm. And also made a wine press therein. Constant supply. Today, I just want to give you an opportunity to choose. Yeah. 
you can choose to be out there. Out there. Uncontrollable. The interesting thing is that the uncontrollable one thinks that he's free. <laughs> uncontrollable. Isolated. Media, take my matter, me alone. Cutting yourself with stones and crying over the very things you keep repeating. Or you can choose to enter into the Lord's vineyard and be a fruitful vine. Which one do you like? The choice is yours. Stand to your feet. We will continue next week. Stand to your feet. This afternoon, I want you to just pray for a few minutes. And you are praying for yourself. If you have put yourself where nobody talks to you, yes. say, Father, forgive me. I need somebody to talk into my life. Forgive me, Lord. If you've isolated yourself, you spend most of your day alone, video gaming, you are in danger. Bound Ask the Lord for help to come out of that. Oh, help me, Lord. Help me. If you are somebody, nobody can talk your matter. You have stopped school. They can't send you back. You won't go. You are doing your own thing. I want you to talk to God this morning. I want you to ask him to remove you from that dangerous place. Remove me, Lord. Talk to him. Talk to him. You are cutting yourself. Doing things that don't help you. Talk to him. You are crying at night. But when you come out during the day, you want to look like a blow man or a blow woman. Talk to him. Talk to him. Talk to him this afternoon. It's time to repent. Some of us, double living is what we do. It's a dangerous place to be. Talk to him. Help me. Talk to him. Bring me out, Lord. Talk to him. Talk to him. Ask him to forgive you. Forgive me, Lord. Ask him to wash you in the blood. Wash me in the blood. Ask him to forgive you for separating yourself to concentrate on what is not helping you. Oh, forgive me. Forgive me for separating myself, Lord. Ask him to forgive you for cutting yourself, doing things that are harming you and harming others. Forgive me for all the times I've cut myself, Lord, and harming myself, Lord. Oh, ask him to forgive you. Forgive me, Lord. You've picked out the road to destruction yourself. Ask him to help you to get off that road. Oh, help me off the road of destruction, Lord. Help me, Lord. Bring me off that road. Turn back from spoiling your life. Hand back. Help me turn back from spoiling my life, Lord. Turn me around, Lord. Turn me around. A U turn, Lord. Yes, Lord, have mercy on us. Yes, Lord, have mercy on us. Yes, 
Every head bowed this afternoon, every eye closed. You are here this afternoon and you can tell that you are not on Jesus' road. And you want to give your life to Jesus. You want your name to be written in his book of life. This afternoon, I want you to receive him. You are here, you are not sure that he's yours. You are not sure that if he were to die anytime soon, you are not sure you are going to heaven. Let us sort it out this afternoon. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed, you want to give your life to Jesus. Lift up your right hand and I want to pray with you. Lift up your right hand where you are. Just lift it. Just lift it. Just lift it where you are. Just lift it. God bless you. God bless you. If you've lifted it, come to me. I want to pray with you. Just step out and come to me. Leave your friends, leave the corner where you are and just come to me. I want to pray with you. Just let them help you to come. God bless you. God bless you. Just come. Oh, don't be embarrassed and don't think about anyone else. Just come. This is time for you and the Lord. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. and you are saying let this stop let it stop there's Jesus knocking at your heart step out and come step out and come and let us pray together just a few more minutes for somebody you are lingering a little but the floor the door is open just come just come just come it's a simple prayer but it will make the difference Today you can change it, but the day will come when you cannot. But today you can change it. Destination heaven, destination hell. You can change it. One day you will not be able to change it. If you're standing in front here, I want you to pray this prayer after me. You want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today, to you today. as a sinner. Please wash me in your blood. Cleanse me from my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, you are my Savior and you are my Lord. Thank you for saving me in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, I want you to lift up your left hand, lift up this finger. We're going to make a declaration. And those of you in the congregation, just do it. If you're standing in front, lift up your left hand, lift up one finger. Hello? Lift up your left hand, lift up one finger. You want to say, Satan? Satan. I will not serve you again. I will not serve you again. From today. From today. Me and you. Me and you. It's finished. It's finished. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For saving me. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F O L C I D S. God richly bless you.